Hey, it's Margot Tantow here. Welcome to Windowsill Chats, a podcast for creatives and the creatively curious. I am so glad you're here. I've spent decades working with artists and being one myself. I've spent time in the trenches, figuring out the best way to get something made, how to put oneself out there, how to get your work noticed, and pull yourself up and face the next challenge. Windowsill Chats brings you creativity from a global perspective, as I talk in depth to friends I've met along the way. I'm here to bring their stories to you, as well as a few of my own, and see if there's anything you can pull out for yourself. Maybe a laugh, something you can relate to, and definitely a little bit more community for your quiet corner. So grab a cup of tea or coffee or a glass of wine and join me over in my sunny windowsill. Yes, I need your trouble. year again. In the United States, we celebrate Thanksgiving this week. If you're listening on launch day, we celebrate tomorrow, Thursday. I know Canada has already had theirs and every country celebrates ways to be thankful. I just want to talk to you a little bit about that. I know I don't chat all by myself often, but I I want to get in the hang of doing that. I feel like I need to do all sorts of thinking and research and, and reading and stuff before I do that. But really, all I have to do is speak from the heart, which is what I usually do anyway. So that should all flow, right? And try not to say um a lot, which I also do when I'm talking by myself. I just really wanted to say before I got started and too far down the road here, how grateful I am for each and every one of you. Every week you tune in and you listen and you send me notes and you say, oh my gosh, I heard myself in that or gosh, this one was really good or Um, I wish that happened or, you know, try this or I saw myself uh, or I heard myself in that conversation. So anyway, thanks for being here. I see you and I appreciate you and I can't wait to talk to you more. I want to say thank you for trusting in me, I guess is one way to put it, or just kind of following along, trusting in this process for the past year and a few. I have been doing this podcast since October 9th, 2020, which is pretty cool. It was something that I had planned to do for a long time and COVID made me do it. So I'm grateful for that. One of the cool things is too, it's fun for me to look at my numbers. And I wanted you to know, as I record this, I have about almost 125,000 downloads. So that means it's getting, it's getting around and 99 countries And so I'm saying hello to all of you and thank you. Thanks to, for those of you who have embraced the Relish membership, we are having a good old time for sure. And we've also sent out a questionnaire and done a a deep dive into some things that weren't working and some things that we think will make it work better. So we're excited about some changes there that'll make it easier for people to participate who can't come live and just, just a lot more resources and things like that. So just a plug and a thank you 
for those of you who we see there. Thank you so much for to all of you who have worked with me one-on-one this year and certainly in our Mojo groups that some really tight bonds have been formed. And I, I just feel so lucky to be able to just be held in your confidences and to be asked and to share in the important things that you're doing in your lives. So I'm super grateful for that. I just feel like, you know, it's that time of year for at least for those of us here. Well, I think for everyone, as we as we sort of tend to wrap up the year, we're entering that season of reflection, you know, taking stock, being grateful or reviewing what we've done in the past year. But then it also feels to me like we're talking about gratitude a lot. So is it forced? What are the real positive attributes of that? Well, guess what? There are plenty. And so I just wanted to share a little bit of that. A couple of quotes to start to start off. Deepak Chopra says, gratitude opens the door to the power, the wisdom, and the creativity of the universe. He also says the best use of imagination is creativity. The worst use of imagination is anxiety. I think maybe even the opposite of gratitude is anxiety, or it's certainly something that gratitude trips over, right? Comparison, anxiety, have I done enough this year? Oh my gosh, you know, I wanted to achieve this, this, and this, or I'm doing this creative challenge and uh, I look at everybody else and they theirs look so good. What about mine? And maybe I won't do it. Stop that thought right now. The more you do, the more you get comfortable in your own skin, the more you can talk yourself through those things. I believe it. I know it and I've watched it and it's true. Here's another quote from the lovely Morgan Harper Nichols. I will have gratitude for the little things, even while I wait for the bigger things to fall in place. I can still have hope while facing a future I don't know. I will sow good seeds, even in uncertainty. I have found boundless peace and the freedom to let it run over absolutely everything. It's going to be okay. Not perfect, but okay. I may not understand all that is happening, but I will bloom anyway. Isn't that lovely? Morgan Harper Nichols, you are on my short list. Hi. That's a goal from this next year. I'd love to have a conversation with Morgan Harper Nichols and you all. So I was doing a little diving into how gratitude specifically affects creativity because, you know, it's kind of our topic around here. And um, there's a lot out there about that. And it, it's, you know, it's kind of common sense, but it's also nice to be reminded of, right? I think happy people and you know happy what's happy we're isn't it nice if you have the genes or the the makeup that makes you a happy person my sister my dear sweet swissy used to or had said when we were very young oh, you get up on the right side of the bed every day and i have to choose which side of the bed i get up on and i i remember thinking huh that is profound and true i'm one of those people that gets up in a positive mood and i know that that is potentially the minority. So I'm grateful for for that. That doesn't mean by any means that I don't have to talk my way uh, around and over obstacles throughout my day and my life and all that, because I certainly do. I certainly absolutely do. But I, I can start out okay, usually, which I'm super grateful for. So 
when we can take away some of the stress in our lives, we can be more creative, more innovative, and more productive. It's, as I said, it's it's common sense, it's serotonin, it's it's all those things. When we start comparing ourselves to others, I feel like, and I'm, my shoulders actually hunch over when I'm saying this, we kind of close in. We kind of think, oh, you know, think about it in um, junior high where you might have wanted to wear an outfit that you felt was a little bit more out there, more you. You found those cool bell bottoms with rickrack on them. I'm dating myself. And you wanted to wear those, but you're like, oh, I don't know. So-and-so is going to look at me and think I'm weird. So that kind of thing um, makes us uh, think less creatively, right? Less out of the box because you want to conform maybe a little bit when you see what others are doing. So I challenge you right now to wear those bell bottoms with the rickrack on them because people say, wow, she must be creative. They must be creative or they are cool. I'd like to know them because look at that style they have. So that's just a way to look at it. You know, when you're stressed, it's super counterproductive to creativity. I think grief is counterproductive to creativity as well. I know when you lose someone or a pet or something, you can not want to be colorful or put a pen to paper, but it's also a time where you can re- can release some of that. So it's just really interesting to see what's going on in our lives and how that can change how we show up creatively. So when you're thinking about gratitude, you're ba- it's basically saying gratitude is goodness, right? It, it's admitting that there's good things. So when you can find ways to look for that, you're starting to admit that there's positivity happening. That doesn't mean there can't be burdens and challenges, but it's accepting the dualities of life, right? It's looking for goodness where you can find it. So you might've had a day that was stressful. You might've had a day that, you know, you didn't get done exactly what you wanted to, but I bet there were some good things that happened. Those, that's sort of, you know, looking for gratitude. Um, The second part of that is kind of digging down and figuring out where that goodness comes from. Um, That's when you look and see where those, where you can find those little gifts, like, oh my gosh, it's raining, but the sun is peeking through the the clouds that that's goodness there. Um, I dropped my paintbrush in the wrong color, but look at, you know, the beautiful green that came out of that when I was not expecting it. That can be a way to turn around things and just breathing, breathing a little bit helps too, because I think it gives you space to see things. So I think, you know, just kind of finding ways to grab a hold of gratitude, express it, notice it, share it uh, can be transformative for sure. And it's honestly, it's not something I I I love those families who every night at dinner say, you know, what were you grateful for today? And I I would love to be in that habit. Sometimes we do and more times we don't, but I really appreciate that. And it's a great, it's a great thing to, to adapt. But I'm, I know that when we gather for Thanksgiving, we will talk about that. We'll talk about what we're grateful for. We'll think about that. And I just, again, wanted to say, how grateful I am for you all and just have a little conversation about it. So I found some tips for putting gratitude into your life a little bit more broadly year round. I put these together from a few different places. 
And then I thought I'd put my own spin on it. So one idea is rule out negativity. So that seems a little obvious, right? But you could try and reframe it when you think, oh my gosh, I can't compare to that person. I can't do as well as they do. I'm never going to get in front of that art director. I'm not good at this. Maybe you could turn that around to say, I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to, I can feel myself getting the hang of this every day. If I, if I journal or if I, if I paint in my sketchbook, I know that I'm going to get better. If I draw the same bowl of lemons for five days in a row, I'm going to get better five days from now, or I'm going to shift my style. It might not even be better. It's just going to be falling into yourself a little bit more, you know, or lettering. Try that. Like if I letter the word December every day for the next 10 days, I'm going to find different styles. My spacing is going to change. I'm going to play with it, you know, instead of being so holding it so tightly, you know, think about that. Think about negativity and and how you can address that. And I'm thinking about it for myself too. I want to give examples for myself. I find that sometimes I think, oh, I can't possibly change that habit, right? Because I just, I've been that way. I'm always that way. So maybe I can shift that to sound different to myself. Well, here's what I'm going to do and just tell myself I'm going to do it and tell myself maybe this will happen or maybe you'll feel this way about it. And and usually I, I can make better things happen. Build gratitude into your daily life, which is what I was just saying. It doesn't take a whole lot of time to develop that practice. You could think about it as soon as you wake up in the morning. What am I going to think about that's going to make me grateful today? You could think about it as you're falling asleep. What is one thing I'm grateful for? I have a little exercise at the end of this too, because I know a lot of people you know, could suggest keep a gratitude journal or something like that. That That's not my strong suit. But I think if I put a little post-it up on my computer and it says, what are you grateful for right this second? Or, you know, that saying, turn your frown upside down kind of thing. It's like every once in a while, you know, whether it's in parenting or it's a work deadline or it's a, a creative solution I'm looking for, um, can I look at that in a different way and be gr- grateful for the process of it? Because that the process is where the learning is. Um, show my appreciation. Just, um, you know, it's it's it can be contagious. Positivity, gratitude, right? My dear friend Shauna Ahern and her joy, it can be contagious. So maybe talk about it a little bit. Morgan Harper Nichols leaving us the gift on her Instagram page of that quote. My goodness, that's contagious. I have read that so many times. I just love it. So being depressed and negative can be a little contagious. So can um, showing gratitude or finding gratitude within yourself. So that's something uh, that you can share. You can share with somebody else. Think about it when you've sat around the table and somebody's sharing gratitude, you're like, oh, that's cool. I can get behind that. So maybe uh, post something about that. Share it. Shift your focus. Are you paying attention? You know, are you setting your intentions? Are you focusing on the positive rather than the negative? Are you letting yourself give room for that? Are you listening to me and being like, oh my God, one more person talking about gratitude? Or are you being like, okay, Right now, I'm going to look around me and find something that I'm grateful for. That, you know, pale green vase with that dried flower on it that I never 
tossed out when it died. Look how pretty it looks when it's <laughs> wrinkly or crispy. You know, those little things. I mean, maybe that's a stretch, but maybe it's not. Go draw it. So shift your focus. What do we have so far? Rule out negativity. Build gratitude into your routine. Show appreciation. Shift your focus. Keep it real. Don't try and be a super Pollyanna with it either. Realize, as I said before, that your days are going to be filled with, you know, tough moments. You might be, <laughs> you might be heading in, you might, if you're in the States or somewhere, you might be heading in to Thanksgiving or all of us, right? Into the holidays and be, have a little trepidation about the people you're going to be hanging out with. Or maybe there's more people than you're comfortable with because of COVID or maybe Uncle George and you don't see the same politically or whatever. Don't force it, but find it at the same time, right? And I still, I want to focus this back to the creativity part. And I think that comparison is the thief of joy. Who said that? Somebody did. Somebody important. I know you're all telling me right now. So don't do that. Find some gratitude even in the, in the hardships. Are you cleaning out your house because you have to move? Did you find something you forgot about? Are you reading a book because you have to to get a project done before the end of the month? Well, did you just find a paragraph that made you stop and think? Are you traveling a long way to see family or friends? And you're thinking, oh, I really would love to just be at home with my feet tucked up under me. Well, maybe, you know, look out the window, see a view you haven't seen or say something nice to somebody in line ahead of you at Starbucks, something like that. I just think, you know, it's little things like that to remind ourselves to pay attention, right? Be surprised, be caught off guard, smile a little bit. I think it'll pay off. The other thing I want to touch on as Thanksgiving approaches and Native American Heritage Month ends, I think it's important to acknowledge the discrepancies in the origins of the holiday of Thanksgiving. Ultimately, the Native Americans that first welcomed the white man had celebrated things with gratitude. They celebrated their harvest. They celebrated the earth. They celebrated the things around them. And it's important to be grateful. I want to read you a poem in a minute by Joy Harjo. She is an amazing poet. And she's actually a renowned musician, playwright, poet, and performer of the Muscogee Creek Nation. And I love her words. And she says, it's always important to be grateful. When you pair gratitude and compassion together, it creates more gratitude, more to be grateful for. As I'm recording this, I'm on Vashon. It's very important. And most gatherings here that I've been to lately acknowledge the native land that we're living on. And if you aren't aware how easy it is to find this out, you can go to native-land.ca and there's an amazing, beautifully colorful map that shows whose land this was originally where you were living. So as I look at my map of Vashon, the coast Salish lived right where I am right now. And as well as the Suquamish, they both shared this island. And right where I live, I live on a, I live on the water, but there's a fresh creek that comes in. And I know there was a long house here and, and all sorts of, of, uh, a place of dwelling of one of five that we know of on the island. So I definitely want to be very mindful of that. And I want to read you this poem as I sign off today. And maybe it'll touch just a little something in you and remind you 
to have gratitude for the little things and that we can change the way we feel and change the way we see things and change the way we walk through this life on this soft earth. This is called For Calling the Spirit Back from Wandering the Earth in Its Human Feet by Joy Harjo. Put down that bag of potato chips, that white bread, that bottle of pop. Turn off that cell phone, computer, and remote control. Open the door, then close it behind you. Take a breath offered by friendly winds. They travel the earth, gathering essences of plants to clean. Give back with gratitude. If you sing, it will give your spirit lift to fly to the star's ears and back. Acknowledge this earth who has cared for you since you were a dream planting itself precisely within your parents' desire. Let your moccasin feet take you to the encampment of the guardians who have known you before time, who will be there after time. They sit before the fire that has been there without time. Let the earth stabilize your post-colonial insecure jitters. Be respectful of the small insects, birds, and animal people who accompany you. Ask their forgiveness for the harm we humans have brought down upon them. Don't worry, the heart knows the way, though there may be high-rises, interstates, checkpoints, armed soldiers, massacres, wars, and those who will despise you because they despise themselves. The journey might take you a few hours, a day, a year, a few years, a hundred, a thousand, or even more. Watch your mind. Without training, it might run away and leave your heart for the immense human feast set by the thieves of time. Do not hold regrets. When you find your way to the circle, to the fire kept burning by the keepers of your soul, you will be welcomed. You must clean yourself with cedar, sage, or other healing plant. Cut the ties you have to failure and shame. Let go the pain you are holding in your mind, your shoulders, your heart, all the way to your feet. Let go the pain of your ancestors to make way for those who are heading our direction. Ask for forgiveness. Call upon the help of those who love you. These helpers take many forms, animal, element, bird, angel, saint, stone, or ancestor. Call yourself back. You will find yourself caught in corners and creases of shame, judgment, and human abuse. You must call in a way that your spirit will want to return. Speak to it as you would a beloved child. Welcome your spirit back from its wandering. It will return in pieces and tatters. Gather them together. They will be happy to be found after being lost for so long. Your spirit will need to sleep a while after it's bathed and given clean clothes. Now you can have a party. Invite everyone you know who loves and support you. Keep room for those who have no place else to go. Make a giveaway. And remember, keep the speeches short. Then you must do this. Help the next person find their way through the dark. And that, my friends, is my bit of gratitude for you on this day that's just the day before the next day and the day after the day before. Thanks for being here. Love you all. And I will see you next week. That's it for this episode of Windowsill Chats. Thanks so much for being here with me. It's just so great to be able to bring you these conversations with the fantastic people and wonderful friends that I've met and made along the way. Make sure you subscribe to Windowsill Chats on your favorite podcast app and please share it with a friend. And if this episode spoke to you, I'd really appreciate it if you would also leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. You can just go to the bottom of the episode you've just listened to 
and it'll let you leave a review. If you have any questions or want to check out more details or inspiration that we talked about, head over to the show notes at windowsillchats.com or tantostudio.com. They'll both take you to the same place. I can't wait to share more stories with you again next week. I value your time and I absolutely believe in your potential. Have a great one, everyone, and stay creatively curious.